I would never do that again because I do know, even though the marriage is erased from the books and it's like it never happened, obviously it happened. And I just have a thing about standing in front of the priest and in front of God and saying, till death does part, when I already said it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Heavy Pages, a journey from separation to divorce. I'm Josie, your host, and this is another journal entry episode. A journal where I continue to share with you what a complete basket case I was dealing with my own separation and where I kept track and memorialized all of the huge mistakes that I made living through this journey. So let's see what mistakes and what cringy things I have to say on this journal entry, which is for Monday, March 21st. Hello. So I totally missed writing on the one year anniversary. I think that is because all was going well with me. I did not even want to read to see how far I've come. So why am I writing today? Well, for one, as an update, to let you know what is going on with me. First, I quit my job at the Afternick place. Last week, actually Monday, which was the 14th, I was doing good till work. Then I got upset about how things were going. And since I already knew that I was not where I wanted to be, I got active in looking for a job. As it happened, my friend's job where I interviewed last year at almost the same time, was open again, and I got it. It's so close to home and more hours. A little less pay, but with more to do and more potential. It was spring break, and so I took this week off to be with my son. I start next week. Also, this weekend is Easter. Wow, if I remember right, last Easter was a mess for me. Anyway, there's that. Sadly, I have been doing crappy in the weight loss section, but I have been doing very well in going to church and stuff. So that I'm happy about. I went to confession the other week, and now I am cleaned of the sex without marriage stuff. I am no longer living with the mortal sin of sex. Honestly, I felt bad about doing it, but I do believe God understood me. Still, I'm done with just sex. From now on, it will be about relationships and meaning. And if I cannot have that, then nope to the other. About Guy, I have come to a couple conclusions, I think. I have not been seeing him as much as I had before. I slowed that down again. The last time I think I mentioned how I felt upset and how down on myself for such little self-respect. So since then, I have been minding my own business, not asking a lot of questions, and not making unneeded comments. So for the most part, I have been very good. Okay. So what I was thinking after I had a talk with a friend and going to church where the priest mentioned divorce and said that as an Easter gift to try again, I made up my mind about what to do next. My new job gives me free health care. That was the main reason Guy and I are still married per his suggestion. So in 30 days, that will be handled. My goal is the day my health insurance kicks in, we will have another talk where I will ask him if he still wants a divorce or if he would like to tr us to try again and start over from scratch. 
as the new people we are now. I will ask this only if at that date I still feel like I love him and want to try again. Honestly, at this point, I do not know where I stand. I cried when the priest mentioned getting a divorce and trying to work it out. Sometimes I feel like I want to try again with him, and I feel like I will ask him even with the potential, big potential, that he will say no. If I still feel like I would try again, I will ask because there is no room for pride when love is involved. And I want to know 100% that I left no stone unturned when I take the next step. Today, when I thought about getting back with him, I felt like, no way, I do not want to do that. So really, my feelings come and go. I do, I do not know what I want for sure, but my goal is to know by the 30 days end. So if the next step is divorce, then I'm going to go with that. But I also have decided to also go for an annulment. I do not wish to stay married with him in God's eyes. If it is to be over, then it must be in every way that matters. I know I will be sad, but I think that it's the smartest and most healthy way to handle it all. Tonight, he was telling me that he plans to go talk to his girlfriend in Daytona and have a talk, like to slow things down because she's moving in a few months. My effed up mind was like, he's clearing the way for me. I know that is crazy. That is why I need to really dig deep these next three months and see where I am in life. I feel good about what I know needs to happen. And I know I'll feel better when we're not man and wife anymore. Because I know deep down I feel that we still are. And, and that is because we still are. But I will be better at putting a wall next to us when we are not. So that is how it is for now. One year later. I'm feeling better now. I just need to lose the weight. That is really the only other thing left. Well, I'm so glad that this journal entry was more positive. Did you think it sounded more positive? I think it sounded more positive than a few of the other ones we've been having lately. Let's see where I want to start. Okay, so it sounds pretty positive. First thing is that I'm looking for better work, even though it paid less <laughs> and the other job paid $10 an hour. So imagine how much this one paid. Yikes. But um, it was closer to home, more hours. Good. All good things. I'm happy about that. And it was Easter and I was in good spirits. So I'm happy about that. Um, let's see. So during mass, the priest is recommending that people who are considering divorce give it another shot for God, I guess. I think that's what I understood when I was reading that. And right now, I'm wondering how I feel about that. Because, I mean, obviously he's not talking to both pairs of partners. He's talking to the person who wants the separation and divorce because the other person a.k.a. me in this situation, it doesn't matter how much I want to try again for God. If guy is not willing to try, I can't do anything. And I mean, I'm sure that there was, I'm sure that he was just trying to, you know, speak on the priest meaning, you know, he's doing his job and families and marriages stay together. And divorce is not a good thing and all that. So I get it. I wasn't offended by it at then. 
so I'm glad. But just, you know, in retrospect now, looking back at it, it's like, I mean, what are you saying? Give a, Hopefully, and I could be wrong, maybe there were a couple in that mass that were thinking about divorce, and maybe there was a man or a woman in that mass that was thinking about divorce, and those words that he spoke helped them try and fix things. And maybe they're still married today because of that mass. And good for them. I, I'm happy for them. Um, guy was not at that mass. He didn't hear the priest say anything. And so it definitely didn't work for us. But it inspired me to make a plan, which I think is funny that the plan it inspired me to do was decide on moving forward with divorce. And I do know that I spoke about this in a previous, um, just a recent journal entry that I said that I do think it's okay to ask and to get clarity from the other person if you're still not sure that, that you, what your step is to ask, but that then you have to make the ultimate decision. This is something that my therapist told me. You know, he was like, you're waiting on him to decide. Why can't you decide? You can decide. You have agency over your own life. If he is fine living in limbo, are you just going to stay living in limbo too? No, you're not. Or you shouldn't. Take control of your life. This is your life. And so I feel like in this journal entry, that's what I'm recognizing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take control. And I'm going to ask him one last time. And if he's not interested, then there's no point, especially since I'll start having health insurance, there's no point in us staying married. And I, th I think that's smart. I think that is forward progress. I've been wanting to see a little bit more forward progress in these journal entries. And I think that that is some good forward progress. I will say that it's interesting that when I question myself, I don't want to be married to him. I don't, I, I, I don't want to, but I don't want to let him go either. This is a very weird dynamic because when I think about, do I want to go back to where I was? I don't, but do I want to let him go and let him move forward? And I don't. So why? Was it a possession thing? Was it just a control thing? Was it just a I don't, I don't really know exactly what was going on. I just feel like, I don't want to say that I wasn't ready to completely, uh, you're never going to, well, I'm not going to say never, because honestly, once my son turned a certain age, we basically did not have to see each other again. And so there is a time that you don't have to see each other again. My son doesn't have kids. My son... Uh, doesn't have, you know, get togethers where he invites his mom and his dad. None of that happens. And we only have one child. So there's really zero reason for us to, to see each other or talk to each other. And so I just didn't envision that that was something that would ever happen or that could happen at that point. And I felt like I needed to keep the lines of communication open. I'm not sure. I just was not confident enough to be on my own yet. But I was getting there. And even though I wasn't confident enough to be on my own, I recognized that I didn't want to be with him. So as a married couple, but I still was going to give him the opportunity to say yay or nay. And then that I decided 
that I was going to get an annulment because I did not want to stay married to him in the eyes of God. And I did get the annulment. Very few people that I know of take that next step. But I was adamant that I did not want to stay married to him in the eyes of God because I was raised that way. And I honestly believed that. And I have aunts who divorced in the church and never remarried or anything because if they believed what the church professes, right, then they are still married because they got married in the eyes of God. One of them is now a widow because her um, ex-husband died, so now she's free of that. But um, uh, uh, the other one, her husband is still alive. And so, I mean, ex-husband, but in the eyes of God, her husband. I know it gets confusing. And that's just how I felt. That's just, I felt that very strongly. And so I did move forward and actually officially get annulled, which basically means that I can now get remarried again in the Catholic church because that marriage was erased. But I would never do that again because I do know, even though the marriage is erased from the books and it's like it never happened, obviously it happened. And I just have a thing about standing in front of the priest and in front of God and saying till death does part when I already said it. So I know I've talked about this before, but this is one of the things that I feel very strongly about. So I can say that, yes, I moved forward and did officially stick with the annulment. So I'm proud about that. Hey there, Josie here with a quick interruption because I've got something special just for you. If you've been tuning into my podcast, you know that it's all about navigating the journey from devastated to divorced with strength and purpose. So I've created a chapter checklist that's like a roadmap through the chapters of your own story. Whether you're blissfully unaware or divorced and beyond, this checklist is designed to help you understand where you are and what steps to take next. It's more than just a checklist. It's a lifeline. And the best part, it's free. And my way of saying thank you for being part of this incredible community. So just head over to www.heavypagespodcast.com to grab your free copy. And if you're ready to take charge of your journey and get the support you deserve, let's do this together. Because remember, the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Um, so let's see, all in all, I'm pretty happy with this journal entry. It's more positive. I have things going on that I want to do. I want to move forward. I've got my apartment. I'm getting a new job that has potential for growth. I am working on my weight and I was distancing myself from Guy more. I was keeping the lines of communication a little bit more closed. Not still great, but I will take anything better than what I had been doing. So all good things. Moving forward, I will consider this one a bit of a win. I hope you do too. And um, I'm going to leave it there for now. And I'll catch you on the next one. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. 
And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five-star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.